Good evening, Chicago, and welcome back to The Table on Air, your primary source for learning about what's new, what's happening, and what's what in black LGBTQ culture. I'm your host, Darius Caffey, and I thank you for showing up to this space. We're about to get real, real, a little deep, and maybe a little teary, but you already know, we're gonna have some fun, so stick around for the ride. For this week's main event, we're joined by the co-owner of one of the hottest bars in Chicago. But first, let's dive into the latest and greatest in this week's Black Report. In a world where opportunities are limitless, it's okay sometimes to go out the box. And I know it can be scary, but I'm here to tell you that no matter what you wanna do, no matter how far left or creatively expansive it is, you can do it. You just gotta figure out how. Everybody wasn't meant to have the same dream and none of us were meant to have the same lives. So you might as well start living yours how you want to because best believe everybody else will. Now, family, I've been having a lot of conversations with people from generations that I'm not a part of. However, throughout all of them, there is one thing that keeps standing out to me. The older folks around me want to see us dreaming and going after our goals. They weren't afforded the same opportunities that we have now, so vicariously, they're living through us. And I believe that as a younger generation with the world at our fingertips, in the words of the great Reverend Jesse Jackson, it's up to us to keep up alive. So let's keep it going, keep it moving, keep it fun, and keep it creative, which is exactly what Jabuki Young White, the comedian from the South Side of Chicago, has been doing in the midst of the SAG after strike that lasted 118 days, y'all. Now, while most entertainers and actors took a break from promoting their work in the industry to exercise their rights of demanding fair treatment and compensation, which they deserve, some of them decided to also take matters into their own hands by trying something different which is how we got the new music project by the artists. With his debut album, All Who Can't Hear Must Feel, Jabuki drives into a new lane, y'all, giving us a glimpse into the power of his artistic evolution that just keeps on growing. And what better way to promote it than with a makeover from the living icon, Bob the Drag Queen, who also dabbles in the rap. Now, if you haven't seen it, then you need to, but seriously, them doing this really shows us that there are no limits to self-expression and that it's okay to break free from whatever mode the rest of society forces on us. We can be whatever we wanna be and change it whenever we want to. Every makeover, every change, it's an opportunity to discover and celebrate who we truly are. It's just up to us to decide when and how we wanna do it. So go ahead and take that leap. That's the wrap on our Black Report with the QUE. And until next week, Keep finding ways to celebrate yourself. Joining us at the table for this week's main event, we have Trailblazer in the house, y'all. Auditor by day and business owner by night, our guests and her co-owner decided that it was time to claim the space that they deserve in the city by opening up their own bar. Please join me in welcoming to the table co-owner of Nobody's Darling Bar, Renata Whittle. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. No problem. Thank you so much for being here and for joining us to really be able to help the rest of the city learn more about what you all are doing, the strides that you all are making, and give us a moment to celebrate you and all of the things that you're continuing to do. Thank you. Thank you so much. I, we always love to be celebrated and, yeah. and recognized, so I definitely appreciate that well, from our own. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yes. It's, it's the difference when it's not coming from your people. You, oh, yes. You feel that. Oh, yes, definitely you, do. You do. You do. Well, I'm glad that I get to be able to be honored with the a moment and opportunity to do that for you and with you, because I think that it's 
all a part of what we're doing here is continuing to learn together and grow together and figure out how to continue to support our communities one day, one conversation at a time. Yeah, and that's what we're all about at Nobody's Darling. Okay, I love yes. to hear it. Yes. Well, let's dive into it a little bit more to actually figure out, you know, what that community looks like for you all. So I want to start with the name, because I know that the name came from a poem from Alice Walker. So I want you to elaborate a little bit on that more for me and explain to the people kind of where you all got the inspiration, kind of what the title Nobody's Darling means for you. So when we first, you know, were putting the bar together, mm -hmm. We were going through all these names. Um, nothing, Which is hard. Yeah, oh my God. It's, <laughs> the name it, is the hardest part. Oh yes, it is. It's the biggest part. Yeah. I think it's that our name is, is a piece of our success mm. um, because it really spoke to what exactly we wanted to do, right? Yeah. So as we were going through the iterations of, okay, what should we name? We came out with a lot of, a lot of crazy names. What were some examples of crazy names? Oh, my God. <laughs> Angela and I always say, just in case it's a good uh, name, we don't want to mm, okay. <laughs> tell anyone. But, you know, we were probably about three weeks into opening up the bar. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I told Angela, I said, we're going to have to figure this name out. You still didn't have a name three we weeks didn't, Oh, we didn't have a name. Okay. We didn't have a name. We just, we were going, I mean, because we were so, you know, gun-ho about, okay, we want to open it at this, on this date, yeah. right? We wanted to open before Pride. Yeah. Um, and we didn't know if it was going to be, uh, you know, if we were going to be able to open fully. It was during the pandemic, mm -hmm. all of that good stuff. But she came over. We asked a few cocktails, um, as we usually do. Where a lot of great ideas come from. Yes, yes. And we white whiteboarded the, you know, everything. Mm -hmm. We had, you know, we wanted people to feel warm. We wanted people to feel like themselves when they came yeah. in the space. And we still didn't, we couldn't land on a name. We had some iterations of like some mix of, uh -huh. of names. Next day, Angela uh, was in her library and was reading some of her old poems. And she sent me, she texted me, because I think she had a little hesitation, because I said no to all the other, you know, great ideas of yeah. names. It's like, we gotta come up with something new. Right, right, correct, 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 correct. <laughs> we, we, were, we were hitting a deadline. So she sent me, Alice Walker's Be Nobody's Darling poem, mm. right? So first she sent me Nobody's, Nobody's Darling, right? Okay. Um, and she sent me the poem Be Nobody's Darling. Um, and when I first saw Darling, I'm from the South. My mom used to always refer to me as her darling. Um, so that on a personal level, that hit me. Yeah. And then when I read the poem, mm. you know, walk to your own beat, you know, throw your shawl, you know, over your, over your shoulders and just walking your own path. And it, it said so much to what we were doing as being outsiders of the industry. Mm -hmm. You know, we had never bartended. We had never owned a bar. We had always had been, you know, business owners, but this yeah. is a different in industry. The bar industry is totally different. Especially in Chicago. Yes, yes. And I'm sure you know that from being down south and seeing the change in culture and people and their interests. Some people, Chicago people are a different breed. I oh, would yeah, say that Chicago bred person, we are a different breed. <laughs> yeah, so I, I, I saw the name and I, you know, instantly I smiled, read mm -hmm. the poem and I was like, Angela, this is it. Yeah. Uh, it, it definitely speaks to, you know, who we are, but it also gives you that sense of, you don't have to be anyone's darling. You can, you know, just show up as yourself, yeah. your whole self. You don't have to prove anything to anyone. 
you come in and have a cocktail and just let loose and cross your legs yeah. and have a great conversation. So it kind of hit all those things that we want, wanted people to think and wanted people to feel in the space. Mm. Can you share a little bit more about your partner, Angela, and uh, more about how you all's background kind of combined to create what you're doing now? I, and so I have to say, you know, she's a corporate attorney. Mm-hmm. I'm an auditor. I don't okay. think, you know. Very different than right, what right. you all are doing by night. <laughs> Very different, but it's, it's, it's one and the same as far as just risk component, right? Mm. We're both are always trying to mitigate risk. Yeah. Um, but more of me on the financial side, her on just the, the business component of it. Um, and so she is a corporate attorney by day. Um, and the way that we actually met was through the center on Halstead. I was leading the Women's Action Committee. She came into one of the mm. events that we were doing because we were basically, uh, you know, putting these events like, together yeah. to cultivate uh, women donors, get more uh, women in, into the center. It's a very historic organization. It is. It is. All it right. is. Um, and I, I have been a part of. I'm, I'm still on the board. Have been a part of uh, Love Center the on Public Halstead. Service. Yeah, yeah. We, I, I was on three boards. Now I'm only on two boards. Okay, you keep your hands busy. Yes, <laughs> and we both do. And so that's how yeah. we met. Um, and we had, you know, hit it off right away, uh, played golf, uh, and, and had, You're you know. Golfer. Oh, yeah, we're, we're both golf, golfers, okay. definitely. Yes, yes. See that. We don't have too many black women in golf. Yeah, we, we play around, though. I mean, it's something that's relaxing about golf. Yeah, and we always have a cocktail with it, so. Yeah. Keep so, the energy the same as the bar. Yes, Love we keep it. the energy the same as the bar, and that's kind of what we were doing in the pandemic, and that's how we kind of came about uh, Nobody's Darling and um, really... Uh, that was kind of like the formation of, of the thought process of okay, okay, let's let's open up a bar. You know, we had that great idea yeah. during the pandemic, and um, it came to life. It came to life. Yeah, yes. What was the most difficult part about that idea coming to life? I think you know what's so interesting is that with black women, we see obstacles mm. and we jump over them and we keep on jumping over mm-hmm. them, right? The, the, I mean, right right now to me is the biggest part. Mm, right now is really? we're trying to find a south side location. Okay. And every day we have people come from the south side. We have people call, come from Indiana. We have one patron that comes from Indiana at least three to four times a week. Really? Yes. Just because it's good energy, good yes. vibes, and yes. good cocktails. Yes. <laughs> Wow. She just she had that just a sense of community when she comes. She loves it. Yeah. And there's so many other people that come from the south side, west side. So we want them not to have that big commute. Yeah. Um, and so that's that's really what's challenging for us right now. Um, I think the other thing is the human component. Mm. Um, Why of, do you say that? Of, well, because we have a, a vision, right? We have a mission to bring cocktails to the, to the BIPOC community and, and have this safe space. Yeah. But your staff has to be able to execute that plan, right? That's true. It takes a team, a village. Right, correct, correct. So they're the ones that's welcoming people when you come in. They're the ones that you're going to see, you know, engage with. Right. So we want to make sure that they make you feel at home. Um, and more, more importantly, the, our BIPOC uh, queer community. Yeah. So we have to have that extra touch to make sure they understand, hey, this is your home. This yeah. is your space. Which is very different. So I'm glad that that's something that is more intentional with you all and your staff is that we need to have that being done internally for us to be able to transfer those vibes and that energy, you know, to our audience and to the people that come in and visit us. Definitely, definitely. And so I think that's the reason why we want to have more spaces like this. I hope that, Mm -hmm. you know, people help us, other, you know, business owners 
see the success that we've had yeah. and be able to emulate that at a, at a, in another space because we can't do all the work, right? We need you help with it. To. Yeah, yes. Yeah, it takes a collaborative effort to make change. It does. It definitely does. But, you know, I appreciate the fact that people have been so amazing mm-hmm. of showing up for us and yeah. Every time someone comes in the space, they always say, thank you so much for this, you know, for this space. We love it here. Yes. And that makes you, you know, get out of bed even when you're tired, you know, do your nine to five and then, you know, work on, on the bar and, and, and our, you know, our business plan for our next location. Mm. That keeps us motivated. Mm. Definitely. I'm Hugo Valta, host of the program, Three Questions With. At a time when we're seeing climate change, it's never been more important to take action. Addressing the public health and climate crisis is the Southeast Environmental Task Force. In the city of Chicago, 60% of greenhouse gas emissions come from our building stock. We need to move to electrification, like 100%. Join us on Wednesdays at 7.30 in the evening via Channel 19, streaming on CanTV.org and the CanTV Plus app. What is it about the, you all that makes you all stand out? What do you believe, in your opinion, was that one thing when you were creating your business plan and you was like, we need something to not necessarily make us different from everybody else, but make us unique. What is that thing that makes you all unique? So, of course, we pride ourselves on the amazing cocktails, right? Mm-hmm. Our James Beard-nominated cocktails. Mm-hmm. But it's Talk also it. the fact that the space that we created was for the person that was in the mirror, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's it is a unique thing to understand that when someone cr- creates something, they use it usually creating it for the person yeah. th- themselves, right? Yeah. To make sure they feel seen, they make sure they feel whole, they feel good in the space, yeah. and that's what Angela and I did. I love that. You know, so we we want to make sure that you know people who look like us felt good in the space, right? So if I know if I feel good in the space, I know my friends are gonna feel good in the space. Mm-hmm. I think that's one of the things that set us, sets us apart. It's really hard to understand that, and I, I think customers don't get this, is that owners can only model, right, what they know to be true or what they can relate to. Those ex- lived experiences. Yes. So that's probably one of the things that was a, you know, a gift for us. Talk about it. Yes, Talk about it. Well, yes. let's since we're celebrating and giving you all your flowers, can we hear a little bit more about your James Beard Award nomination and kind of what that will look like when you all decide to expand? Oh my goodness! So, you know, when an you, honor, yeah, I'll say that. Yeah, I mean, we were excited. <laughs> yeah, we were excited um, to get the the nomination. I think we're we're definitely were the only queer bar who's ever been nominated mm. um, restaurant. Period, right? Yeah. That have been nominated. That's amazing. Yes. It, that's, it w- that's what happens when you dare to be different. Yes. I think we knew that we were doing a lot mm-hmm. to get it done, yeah. right? And it's very appreciative when they, you know, say, hey, you guys are doing something good. Yeah. We definitely appreciated that. Yeah. But I think more than, you know, the James Beard Award is very important. But I think the, 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 the feeling of when people come in our space is so important. Mm-hmm. Right. That that James Beard Award put us on the path of, you know, other bigger um, pub, public uh, spaces seeing us. Right. And we got a lot of um, we just got a lot of a lot of thank yous, a lot yeah. of accol- accolades from that um, recognition. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well deserved. Yes. Yes. On time. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's the thing, because we could be doing this for 10, 15, yeah. 20 years. 
when we were at the awards ceremony, we were upset we didn't win. <laughs> but it had been people, you know, sitting there who had been in this business mm -hmm. for 15, 20, 30, 35 years, yeah. not still not getting that just do. So it kind of, it definitely humbled us. The ceremony definitely humbled us because we had our, our speech ready to go. Like we knew we'd go. <laughs> At least but you came prepared. It, right, right. We came Stay ready prepared. so you ain't got to get yeah, ready. Yeah, right, right. Okay. But it makes us, it motivated, motivates us. Every time we change our menu, as I said today, literally we were talking about, okay, what, you know, what, what is it looking like for what's us when we open up? on Wednesday? Yeah, so I'm excited. I'm always excited when we change our menu. That's good. Um, we always have, we, we always have a, a big to-do about the names of, of the cocktails. Mm. If you look at our menus, they change, but they always have this common thread of, Making sure that it's someone of, of color, mm -hmm. some woman, queer woman in the in the you know in history, mm. that has really made an impact on our community. Yeah, I love that. What are some examples that you all have now on the menu? Uh, and the, what are their references? So yeah, my my Rainy is oh. on the menu. Oh, yeah. An icon, <laughs> an icon. What yes, a queer yes. icon. Yes, um, and, and our, our our menus in the past have had the Baldwin, uh, jo Josh uh, Baker, mm. uh, Manhattan. Uh, I, I Kalo Mar Margarita, which is always on the menu at the Frida Kala. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, we always have like a, a lot of good names yeah. to throw out there. Some great um, We have Sylvia uh, Potion, um, which has a, uh, a, a POC um, women-owned spirit in it. Majority of our menu is either POC-owned yeah. or woman-owned spirit in it. Mm. Yeah. So even down to the bar selection, it's very intentional. Oh, yes. Which is what oh, yes. we need oh, in yes. these spaces, not for you to just come and do things to say you're doing it, but really think about it, to really make sure that while you're sitting here sipping this drink, you feel included in this process because you know that this came from somebody that are just, is just like you yes. or somebody that came from your family. Yes. I love that. Yes. We have uh, Uncle Harris on the menu, mm -hmm. Harlem Renaissance. Um, we are very intentional about who we are giving our money to. Yeah. Um, because those, be. yeah, I mean, once we got uh, James Beard nominated, you know, people were, all the, the major brands were coming at us. Um, you know, can we have a certain amount of your menu? If mm -hmm. We'll give you this, we'll give you that. And, you know, we, we were just looking at them like, we're about humans yeah. before we're about a dollar. Yeah. And we want to make a difference. And the only way we can make a difference is saying, hey, I know you've been a big brand for this long, mm -hmm. but we're gonna come over here to, with the small guy, the, the black owned spirit that's local, yep. Playpen is awesome. And they have been on our well for us since we opened. Great great guys. Um, we have a lot of other spirits, Aconiris, of course. Um, you have a broad range. Oh yeah, oh yeah. We, we, and you, you, you would be surprised at how many good brands are out there that mm -hmm. are you know, people of color, yep. own them, uh, you know, women owned. Yep. Uh, spirits, I made sure to talk to our distributors and tell them, hey, this is what we want. And they brought us what we wanted. Um, and so we're, we're always excited for our menu to give somebody else that shine yeah. and you let somebody know about a new you know, spirit that we have. We have a lot of uh, mocktails on our menu, some good stuff on that. Got some for everybody. Yes, yes, got some <laughs> for everyone, yes. That's good though, I mean, because that's really what we need to continue to grow as a community is really for somebody to just have that conversation with us to highlight the things that we're doing and how we can continue to work together to amplify our message and the things that we want to do and see in this world. And it starts small, it oh, starts yes. locally, it starts with conversations like this or bringing in vendors who come from small communities to really 
give them a larger platform than what they may be connected to or even just expand you know the work that they're already doing to help them do more of it yeah and i think that's the piece that we can give each other our own equity right yeah um and we don't understand that the way we should but i feel like we're getting better at that mm -hmm. of understanding that if we don't support each other no one else is going to support us mm -hmm. and we have to make sure that you know even if it's a small brand that you don't ask them for a lot yeah um they they may not have the equity to give you right uh you are are allowing their spirit to come into your bar and have some some type of platform right and at some point when they get bigger they're probably gonna come back and, and really you know be able to participate in in the process yeah um so you know i always tell people like just look just try it. Yeah. You know, you may not know the name recognition, but definitely try it. Um, and recommend it to somebody. Yes, exactly. There you go. There you go. We live for a good recommendation. Yes. Or a good suggestion, even if you don't like it. Just try it out. <laughs> yes, you yes. Never know. Yes. It might be for your auntie, your brother, your sister, cousin, somebody. Exactly, exactly. That's beautiful, though. And I... I'm really glad that we got to learn more about it because I've been to Nobody's Darling before. I, I'm not sure if you all were there when we went. I actually went for um, Tim's birthday earlier yes, this year. and I missed which, it. Which was a great event. He was so mad. I was so <laughs> mad at him. I'm like, seriously? You were going to tell me last minute, but right. I saw the pictures. He yeah, said it was a good I'm event, like, so I'm glad to now be able to learn more about what you all are doing, especially with the expansion of the bar. So hopefully once it continues to be revamped and you all expand more on the south side you'll get more attraction from the city you'll get more people that come and support you all authentically genuinely intentionally not just coming to come but to really have a good time and show you all the love that you deserve in that space so glad that we got to dive a little bit more into that today and Show Chicago where the power is, because I feel like it's right there at that bar. Thank you, thank you, and it's right here. It, at this table, <laughs> yes, it yes, is, yes. which is why we are here. <laughs> but again, I really do thank you for, for sharing this information with us. We're gonna take a brief break. Okay. We have a little bit of a game. Uh-oh, uh-oh, I'm scared. It's gonna be fun, I Okay, promise. it's gonna be fun, okay, okay, all right. We'll be back after this break, Chicago. Stick around. And now for open space, an opportunity for us to let go, be free, and just live. Stick around for the vibes. So Renata, have a little bit of a game for us. Should I clutch my pearls now? You should. <laughs> <laughs> no, this will be a great way for us to get to know you a little bit better and to end the night on a really good note. Okay. So okay. get a little personal, but hopefully it's real fun. Okay, sounds good. So first question, first off, this game is called Let's Get Cozy. This is our staple game. Okay. We have spread it throughout the seasons because I think it's a very valuable conversation. So first question is, what's something in your closet that makes you feel the most cozy? Oh, of course, you know, my, my stiletto heels. Mm. Yeah. We get a lot of heels on yeah. the show. Yeah. <laughs> There's some yeah. power in them heels, I oh, see. Oh, it is, it is. <laughs> is it, it the is. noise? Um, no, actually, it's just some Steve Madden's that are kind of like... Um, they have a texture on them mm -hmm. um, that are kind of like um, snake, snake skin mm -hmm. look. Um, but I absolutely love them. I love the way that I have to stand up straight. Yeah. And, you, you know, feel it when you put them oh, on. Oh yeah, because yeah. you gotta walk a certain way. <laughs> so you don't fall. <laughs> right, 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 correct. You gotta balance that body, so yeah. Okay, Steve Madden's a good brand too. Mm -hmm. I give him that. What's something in your closet that makes you feel confident? the shoes make me feel. I mean, you know a really good dress mm. um in the summertime i'm probably i have a dress on every day 
because it's just comfortable. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I think a, a cute dress. Okay. Mm -hmm. Powerful, powerful, powerful dress. Yes. Bold yes. color, any specific color? I'm an easy person. Like, I'm, yeah, probably, I have a red dress that I absolutely love. Everybody always gives me compliments on. Red always makes a statement. Right, it does. So. It does. It's a, it's a power color, right? It really is. Yes. It is. Where do you feel the most comfortable? Uh, probably with a cocktail in my hand. <laughs> That's so you're true, true to it. I love oh, yeah. it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> well, that makes sense of why you are open to bar. Oh yeah. Oh yes. Yes. Got to find a, and create a space where you feel comfortable. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> where do you feel the most confident? I know. You know what? I feel the most confident when I'm around people who love me mm. unconditionally. So. You deserve that. Yes. You really do to continue to feel that, that confidence at all times. So hopefully you continue to be around people that love you. All right, look, I'm hopeful, hopefully I will be. We speak yes, at, yes. okay. Who makes you feel the most comfortable or cozy? Oh man, now you gonna get me crying. Mm, um, it's okay, we got some tissues somewhere. <laughs> so my mom recently passed last year. I'm sorry to hear that. But she's still with me. Yeah, all right. Yeah, that energy continues to- You did it, dear. I'm sorry. <laughs> Damn it. It's okay, but that energy is there. I'm sure you yeah. feel the love now because she continues to pour that into oh, yeah. you wherever oh, definitely, you go. Oh, definitely, definitely, And she also loved the great cocktails. So. Mm. All right, it runs yes. in the family. Yes. Oh, oh, yes, it does. I love it. I love it. Who makes you feel the most confident? Mm -hmm. I hate to say this, but I think myself, right? Because... Own it. You know, kind of who you see in the mirror and, and how confident you see it, you know, when you, how you show up, right? Mm -hmm. But I think, yeah, you can look in the mirror and see yourself uh, and be proud of that, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, all the ups and downs and all the negatives and positives, but you have to say, I have, I'm walking in my truth mm -hmm. every day. Every day. I'm saying what I need to say, mm -hmm. right? So I think, yeah. That love, you gotta choose you. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Gotta yeah. choose you first before you choose anyone else. Right? Now that's a word, mm -hmm. that's a word. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm glad that you continue to choose you yes. every day no matter what happens, because that, that love really changes lives and people feel it. They really do. They get that energy from you and I got that energy from you. So I thank you for being here and for sharing that love and that light with me and the rest of our community here. Oh, and, you're welcome. Yeah. And you're nice on the eyes, so that's the other thing. <laughs> I, I try, I try. <laughs> well, that's all that we have for the night. So again, I really appreciate your vulnerability, first off, to be able to share your story with the rest of our community and really highlight the work that you all are doing at Nobody's Darling. So hopefully the people will flock to you all and continue to support in all the ways possible and continue to change lives with the thank things you, that you're doing. You. And you do the same. I love I love this show. Thank you. Thank One. you so much for letting me be a part of it today. Yeah, no yes. problem. Anytime. You are now part of our family. All right, I'm coming back now. You should. Oh, yes. <laughs> well, before we wrap, is there anything that you want to leave with people? Anywhere for them to find you all? Let them know the location oh, yes. of the bar. So uh, 1744 West Balmoral. Uh, we're in Andersonville. Um, we are constantly doing some event. Mm -hmm. You know, we always have our friends mixer. Uh, we have our soul, which is an intentional space that we have for BIF, pot uh, community. Um, that's twice a month. But check us out on our website, uh, www.nobodysdarlingbar.com. Uh, and definitely come see us. Yeah, go support. Well, while we don't want this night to end, 
we know that by having this conversation and sharing these stories, that we're spreading more hope into the world. Our guest has truly given us a beacon of hope to hold on to, allowing us to continue to be inspired by their journey. And it just goes to show that when you don't see enough of you in the world and in these spaces, it's okay to create it. We need people like you who dare to be different and dare to be bold to help change the world in the way that we need to receive to support our lives. Make sure to follow us on social media at CanTV Chicago and Closet Unlocked to stay up to date on all the things happening. And you know, we'll be back next week with more Black queer folks being represented at the table. But until then, thanks for watching.